Hello and welcome to another episode of The Curriculum, a podcast from Cornerstones Education. We do our best to provide advice, insight and information for primary school leaders and teachers, all in the time it takes to get to work or grab a quick cuppa. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Curriculum. I'm Caroline Pudner and today I'm joined by Bev Dodd, who was a previous senior leader and is now our Cornerstones Education Consultant, who visits schools regularly. We'll be looking at the hot topic of coherent curriculums and in particular, the impact of having a coherent curriculum in place in your school. Now, Bev, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us, uh, tell the listeners what you do here at Cornerstones. Yes, good morning, Caroline. Good morning, listeners. Just to say that uh, my role here is all about building relationships with schools that are interested in purchasing the Cornerstones curriculum materials and then supporting them to deliver that successfully uh, thereafter. So uh, a really privileged position. Definitely. And I know recently you visited a fairly local school called Kentmere and you found some really interesting stuff there. You had a really good conversation with the head teacher. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that and about their story as a school? Absolutely. So we were delighted to hear that one of our Cornerstones curriculum customers, Kentmere Primary Academy, based in Smallbridge in Rochdale, they had had uh, an extremely successful Ofsted visit um, at the end of January and had been judged to be outstanding in every category. Wow. So we were, you know, very keen, obviously, to meet with Sarah Isberg, the head teacher of, of the academy, to find out more about their success and their journey towards outstanding. They had previously been judged to uh, require special measures. Right. So this, you know, amazing result in just over four years was the culmination of, you know, sustained hard work an effort from the whole team and obviously fantastic pupil engagement mm. as well. So really well-deserved outcome for everyone. So it's going to be a good example, really, to for listeners hopefully to hear what she has to say about her journey. And what did you ask her? We talked about the school's curriculum development journey and the impact that that had had on teaching and learning and raising standards and pupils' outcomes. So I started by asking Sarah how she had designed their curriculum. Our curriculum design, basically what we want for our children is we want to have a real life experience where they can be enthused, excited and inspired and want to learn. So we looked at how we would do this consistently across the school and that's where we found that Cornerstone's curriculum really helped us. It's the base of everything we do. It's a blueprint for developing that stimulating, engaging and enthusiastic approach to learning for our children. And we're getting lots of feedback now to say that, you know, it's really important that every member of the school team can articulate uh, a school's curriculum design. So how do you ensure that that happens in your school, Sarah? How we started with that was we had everybody involved. We looked at all the different areas because it's quite a minefield to start with. There's many different bits you've got to cover. So we had everybody involved. We looked at how they all met, how the science investigations met in with the topics. We spread them out over the year. So every member of staff had a, had a say. And then SLT came together. 
we decided we made the final decision and we, we share that now with um in our over long-term plan with all the staff we have it on the website we have it on our t drive um, and obviously everybody has all the documents that they use um, to make sure that everybody knows what's happening when we're inducting new staff we talk to them about cornerstones we show them what we do we also plan as teams so our ppa sessions are as our phase team so in year one two together three four and five six all together so it means that um, everybody knows exactly what we're doing how our curriculum vision is articulated so that all sounds fantastically successful but what have been the challenges in designing your curriculum you described your long-term plan there sarah have there been any challenges in that in that work i think there's always challenges because what you have to do in a primary school is um, you have to have a balance um, with the maths and the English where you're judged at the end of your um, key stages for your SATs and we can't help that. That has to happen and we have to make sure that the children perform well there. But we also have to make sure that all the other subjects are covered. And obviously we've got you've got your topic. We, we also have your languages, your PE and everything's important. So for us, it's about getting that balance and getting that coverage of everything. And Cornerstones has been fantastic for that because it's actually enabled us to use our topics through our English and our maths and our science and the other areas which really helps to make sure that everything the children are doing at that current time is purposeful for them and they understand it and it's about real life for them. Yeah so I'd like to pick up on some of the things Sarah mentions there Bev. First I think it's really important that she mentioned making learning purposeful you know and I know that from my own experience as a teacher I think when you make learning, um, put it in a context and you give the children a purpose for what they're learning, it truly engages them and the teachers as well. And all of this makes learning contextualised for them. Also, she mentioned joint planning. And that's obviously a hot topic at the moment. Reducing teacher workload is really important. Um, And there was that recent white paper from the government, I think it was last year, all about how teachers, if they plan together and collaborate, then, you know, that can reduce workload. So it's good to, you know, to see that teachers are planning collaboratively there. And then finally, I think she also mentioned that ensuring you have good coverage and balance in your curriculum. And I, you know, think that's vital to cover all your knowledge and skills in the national curriculum, but also have that balance so that you are doing what she called the nice subjects. But, you know, all the subjects, all the skills truly gives children an enriched experience. So that was nice to hear. And obviously the Cornerstones curriculum provides the rigour for you, but you can adapt and use this for your school you can add things to it so she's obviously used that at its core for the rigor and um, developed a curriculum around it. I absolutely agree with that Caroline and from my visit to Kentmere Academy you know the that rigor and that consistent approach to to teaching and learning and developing children's skills, knowledge and understanding was absolutely palpable as she gave me a a wonderful uh, whistle-stop tour of, (laughs) of the school. And, you know, you could absolutely feel that everyone, every, you know, every member of staff, every teacher, every teaching assistant and all of the pupils were totally engaged and it felt very, very real you know, an absolute pleasure to be there. So I then asked Sarah to list some of the benefits of having a very clear and coherent curriculum design. 
well the children love it and I think that that to me is the most important thing the children love coming to school my children are actually at this school and when they come home and I hear them talk about everything that they've done my reception little girl has recently been to the airport they've they've experienced dressing up as a pilot and an air hostess and being in an aeroplane and they, they understand doing dinosaurs it's about what, wanting to in real life bring it home and and actually I'd say that so that for me is is the children and how they benefit from from it for the staff they know what they've got to do it's very clear and you know they also we have a Greek day last week the the staff and the children dressed up in costume and we see that regularly we've got a science show here today which you've you've seen yourself so it, it I think the benefits are it just makes learning real and that's what life's about. So Sarah's tour of the school was obviously really impressive and it gave me the chance to see uh, fantastic displays of work um, from children that showed their progression uh, throughout school. But I really wanted to get to that, you know, that nitty gritty of how she ensures that there is that coherence in her curriculum design. So I asked Sarah about that. We have a coordinator. We've obviously got the plan, which I told you about earlier, how we, we work together for that. Um, we have uh, monitoring, so we make sure that everybody covers what they should be. The objectives are being covered. Zoe does a report at the end of each term. Zoe's our curriculum coordinator, and she looks at um, the, the if the children are achieving in their attainment and their progress. We have, yeah, I think it's about really close monitoring and making sure everybody does what they should be doing. And we also know that they're doing what they should be doing because they plan in um, phases together. So everybody's doing that topic and this is what every child will experience in that year group. And just recently, at the end of January, you were visited by Ofsted, weren't you? And you, were. uh, you had an amazing outcome of being judged as uh, outstanding in every category. Um, so what what would you say that Ofsted were looking for uh, in curriculum? Did they focus in on that? Was it important to your to your inspection and the outcome? Yes, obviously they have their trails when they come and they talk to you about their trails. And one of them was to make sure that our curriculum was broad and balanced because our results are so high. It could have been a theory that perhaps we weren't doing the other side of the, the, the nice side of the curriculum, shall we say. So they did focus on that. They um, they loved what we work we did with Cornerstones. They loved our um, curriculum. They said it was alive, it was real, it was vibrant. They wanted to talk heavily to our curriculum lead and my deputy head who's in charge of teaching and learning they wanted to know what we wanted to achieve they wanted to talk about the objectives and how we came up with the the objectives so there was quite an in-depth discussion about the theory behind it and when they were happy with that then they wanted to see the evidence of what we do so what we do is we keep um, books our large a3 size books of everything we're doing in the curriculum we have our topic books for the children but we also have the photographs so that we have evidence so we showed them those um, we also have enrichment booklets so all the other de- special days that we have in school sunshine day greek day um lots of i can't even think of any more but there's lots we have photograph books which we take and we showed them those so they didn't really want to see the photographs in the children's books until they really understood and we had shown them how we created it it wasn't just a matter of buying something and slapping it there and doing it we'd had to have ownership of it we had to show how we did that and then they wanted to see the the nice bits on top well that was so interesting to hear about their experience of inspection 
and hopefully will be interesting to our listeners who may be about to go into an inspection or a due one. You know, I think she brought up a lot of very interesting tips and facts there about her own experience. And what never fails to impress me when you, when you go into a, a school such as Kentmere Primary Academy is, is that determination over a sustained period of time. You know, these outstanding judgments are really difficult to achieve, and and over that period of time, it's a real team effort from everyone. And you know, I think that it's absolutely inspirational that the first statement on the school's Ofsted report from January twenty eighteen was that a culture of excellence lies at the heart of all that happens at Kentmere. So, mm. you know, it's that it's that journey from special measures to outstanding in just over four years. You know, I was really keen to find out from Sarah how she thinks that the Cornerstones curriculum has contributed to that journey. Um, well, I think it's been a contributor. We've, we were four years ago, we were judged special measures. Obviously, we had to do something radical. I knew that obviously coming into a school in special measures has to be turned around. The the children from are from areas of deprivation. We needed to give them real life experiences. We need to make them love coming to school. So what we we looked at in our curriculum was something that would give us consistency, something that would give us excitement, and 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 that we could cover in lots of different subjects. And cornerstones was that, and it just moved us from a, a curriculum that was boring, inconsistent, and not stimulating to something that really is alive. The school is alive. The children are alive, and they love their learning. And to me, as a head the most important thing is about making sure that those children achieve to the best of their ability and Cornerstones has helped us do that. So I wonder Bev at this point in the podcast if I can ask you a little bit about your experience of uh, talking to head teachers at the moment uh, finding out you know what are you hearing from school leaders about coherence in curriculum and what inspectors are asking schools about their curriculum for example. To answer your question, first of all, about coherence of the curriculum, I think school leaders are now starting to develop an understanding that this has to be present in their curriculum and it has to be really well articulated by every member of the school team, not just by the head teacher or the principal, uh, but by all members of staff. And I think as you know, more schools are being inspected at the moment and that experience is becoming more prevalent, then the word is kind of filtering out to school leaders that that, that is a requirement. So schools approach us every day now that have perhaps had a very narrow curriculum. Naturally, they're focused on English and maths to improve their outcomes and they realise that, you know, that's been at the cost perhaps of having a much wider, more vibrant uh, coverage of, of all subjects within the curriculum. So that uh, that makes for really good conversations with school leaders and as to how we can support them. Inspection-wise, we're getting some um, feedback, again, very current from school leaders that's telling us that school inspectors now are looking for that much wider experience of the curriculum and looking at threads of learning following through from early years right the way through to the end of key stage two. So they want to see how children making progress as historians, as geographers, and they really want to see that fantastic skills progression and knowledge and understanding being developed throughout the wider curriculum. Mm. 
Yeah, and I think this is what coherence is all about, isn't it? It's thinking of a child's learning journey right from the start to when they end their time at school. And, you know, there's lots of ways in which you can ensure coherence in a curriculum. Now, if you need to know any more about how to create a coherent curriculum for your school, then do have a look at our website where you'll find other podcasts and and further blogs giving you tips about how to create a coherent curriculum and some other case studies as well in schools that are very, very interesting and they go into it in more detail. Um, So we've come to the end of our podcast now. So it just leaves me to thank you very much, Bev, for coming to join us today. Thank you. My pleasure. And a huge thank you to Sarah Isberg, uh, the head teacher of Kentmere Primary Academy, for being so generous and sharing her experience with us. And finally, to you listeners uh, for joining us today. And that's it for this episode of The Curriculum. You can subscribe to the podcast in Apple Podcasts on your iPhone or iPad. Or if you have an Android device, you can try something like Pocket Casts. It means you get the episodes going straight to your phone or tablet, and you can discover a whole world of other podcasts out there. Um, If you've enjoyed the show, please tell someone about it. Just uh, send them a quick email or give them a nudge in person. Um, If you want to know more about Cornerstones, the curriculum as in the Cornerstones curriculum, and um, other products, you can go to cornerstoneseducation.co.uk and you can learn more about this show, including how to subscribe at cornerstoneseducation.co.uk slash podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback and any ideas you might have for the show. Just get in touch by emailing podcasts at cornerstoneseducation.co.uk or drop us a line on Twitter, where we are cornerstonesedu. That's it. Speak to you next time. Mm-hmm.